Welcome to episode number 51 of Elsie's Yoga Class Live and Unplugged Podcast. And again, today we have another level one class. Woohoo! <laughs> um, pretty straightforward. And I do hope, guys, that uh, you don't mind. Like, okay, let's start over. Let's back it up. Let's reel it in. <sighs> Not so hot anymore. I'm much uh, cooler in nature in terms of the temperature. I still have a lot of stuff going on, but you know that's the way it is. Now, if you haven't had a chance to check, I said that I might be able to uh, put up a little video, a little video demo uh, dealing with some stuff for the prior episode. That would be episode 50. And I was able to do it last week. Now, I didn't promise it while I recorded the intro. I am going to once again do that here. There may or may not be a video within the next few days that I post this, meaning that I might be able to get a video out to supplement some aspect of this class within the next few days. All right? Don't hold me to it. I'm doing my best. Now, the reason I can't really say yes or no is because my time sometimes changes from one moment to the next. And since I have to go shoot this stuff in rooms that aren't really necessarily available to me at all times, then I kind of have to be at the beck and call of of the surroundings and the environment and and actually be ready to do it. So uh, that's the only reason I'm not committing. So I hope you guys enjoy them. And if you do, will you please let me know? That would be really fun. Yeah, thanks. You can email me <laughs> at eyogaclass at gmail.com. You can leave me a message at 310-651-6238. Or you can leave me messages on my little uh, webpage with the, all the fantastic little pictures there so that you guys can follow along. So you guys can do that. Uh, yeah. Now, I want you guys really badly to go ahead and even leave me more messages on Facebook, which is really where I want you to put the messages because I really enjoy being on Facebook. So I'll put a link to my profile again. If you guys want to join, please feel free. And I've also made a little group for podcast uh, listeners and students. And I'm going to put a link to that so that you guys can kind of get to know each other and and kind of share your experiences. And this isn't necessarily about me. I just kind of want you guys to... Get to know each other. It's kind of like if you, you know, you can talk about being in class with me or something (laughs) or something like that, you know, and and then I made this for podcast listeners so that if people happen to listen to Hillary's yoga practice podcast, they can go there. Or if you listen to another, I know that there's a lot of yoga podcasts out there. I kind of want you guys all to come together and let's all share about them because I think it's great to build community. Um, Anyway, so that's about it. Uh, I am going to be going to the podcast and new media expo at the end of September, which is going to be my big outing in Ontario, California. Would love to see you guys there. And I'm also going to be flying to San Francisco to study with my teacher, John, on the weekend of October 19th. Oh, my goodness. 19th, (laughs) 20th and 21st. I just got a message. So um, as you could tell, Gmail notifier once again strikes again. Uh, So, yeah, please come check me out. I'm really tired, so I'm kind of rambling. I'm sorry. I wanted to get this up sooner and 
blah, 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 blah. I hope to hear from you guys soon. Enjoy the class and feedback, please. Oh, yeah, and review me, please, in iTunes if you have a moment. I would so appreciate that. It really, really does help. Okay, many kisses and lots of hugs to all. And with um, NPR's This I Believe. Any of you guys listen to this? How cool is it? It's the coolest thing. And I love it because um, in order to get like so f- clear about the things that you believe in like an essay form, it's really hard. I mean, you, you know, you, you have, we, have, we all have feelings and we're like, oh, I believe in this or I believe in that. But in order to write an essay, and, and then these are personal beliefs. And uh, I think when you get a chance to distill that deep uh, reflection of yourself and be able to eloquently put it out, right, when you tap in that much inside and put it out, it really, uh, I don't know, it, it inspires. That's the word that comes to mind. And, and so I listened to this one. And they're really short, which is amazing. They're like literally four minutes long. It's little tiny. And they read their own essays. But I'm going to read you a little bit of this because it, it just helped me see the breath in a new way. And it also reminded me of the beauty of the everyday and how we cultivate sacredness all the time. And this is by uh, Dr. Isabel Lagarda. And it's called Every Person is Precious. Now, I'm going to cut little bits and pieces so that I can shorten it even more, but I'll give you the gist of it. The word spiritual can have different meanings. I think of the Latin uh, root word spiritus, breath, inspiration, words that resound in both medicine and faith, words that help define my life and work. When I finished medical school and started residency, my spiritual life began to fray at the edges. I couldn't reconcile the suffering of children with the idea of a merciful God. Once while making rounds, I unintentionally walked in on parents, praying ardently at their infant daughter's hospital bed. Though I was moved, I remember wondering if it was any use. I struggled to make spiritual connections. The moment I chose my specialty, though, I began... Sipping together some of those tattered edges of faith. One day, an anesthesiologist taught me how to give manual breaths. To breathe for a child while he couldn't breathe for himself. One day, on that day, my life turned. I took on the responsibility of sustaining life breath of others. And slowly, I opened up to spirit once again. Now, whenever I listen to my patient's breaths, sounds while squeezing oxygen into their lungs, or intervene when their blood pressure sag, when I hold their hands or dry their tears, I find myself literally in touch with the sacred. 
Perhaps for some this degree of control creates a sense of power. For me, it is profoundly humbling. I realize that if I forget I am standing on holy ground in the OR and fail to approach my patients with reverence, I risk their lives. Every person is precious. This I believe with my whole heart. Each time I keep watch over patients and protect them when they are most vulnerable, my faith comes alive. It catches breath. Spiritus. Take a nice tall seat, please, and close your eyes. spirit in the form of your breath. Even if we chose to close our breaths, to stop the breath, there's something so fantastic about the quality and the mechanism of life inside each and every one of us, that it chooses to breathe in spirit regardless of what we want. May we view it today as we move through the practice as precious. May we allow our breaths to become full, spacious, and open to cultivate a deeper life. Maybe today, while we sit in this room together, allowing yourself to breathe fully, sweetly, you might just inspire those around you to also step into the sacredness of their own spirit. Bring your hands to your heart. And using this wonderful breath, we will chant Om together to start the practice, to cast light, and really remember the beauty of this room. Take a deep breath in. Simply fold and bow to life precious within our hearts. Release your hands. Lift your head fully, please, and open your eyes. And come on to all fours, everybody, onto your mats.
just let the reflection of your foundation take you back to that strength that's already in. And once again, like we started, turn to your breath. You get a chance to deconstruct it, to see it for its simplicity and for its already inherent, natural state of life that's within you. Tuck your toes under, please. And with your inhale, please go back to downward facing dog. What was beautiful about Dr. Isabel is that she was talking about how when she started, you know, when she started to see all this darkness, or all this, not even darkness, but, you know, loss and pain and all that jazz, her spiritual life frayed at the edges. I think that's a very unique, interesting thing. Step your right foot forward to the top of your mats. And since spirit comes to the breath, imagine it that as as a reflection of your breath. A lot of the time when we're in a tough situation, we breathe faster, more shallow. Sometimes we hold our breath. It becomes less sensitive. Imagine that as being frayed spirit. So even for a moment here, make sure that your knee, guys, is directly over your ankle. Make sure that your heart is extending forward. Come up onto your fingertips. And you powerfully choose to participate more fully. It requires a lot of strength. It's, it's always looking at the, at the brightness, at the good stuff. Press down through the feet. Scissor your legs in. And how about now starting to stretch your right leg straight, please? So maybe for some of you, you can stretch your right leg just a little bit straight. I do want you to keep your fingertips onto the floor. So if your right leg becoming straight... Um, you know, take your fingertips off, I would say bend your knees a little more. Press back through your thighs and extend your chest forward. So as much as you root back, you always keep that steadiness to open up through the heart. Good. Go ahead and bend your knee, please. And step back to downward facing dog. Soften the sides of your waistline too, guys, the the sides of your rib cage. The area from your armpits all the way up to your hips, the sides of your waistline, that's just your side body gets a chance to expand too, not just front and back, right? Step your left foot forward. Once again, those fingertips line up right alongside that ankle. Fire up those legs. And in firing it up, in participating, did that hinder your breath? Can you do it so that it becomes like you're playing a nice, or not even playing, but dancing. You're dancing with the sound of the breath in your own way. Step forward to the top of your mat. And once you are forward, widen your feet a little bit apart so they become more hip-width. 
And just take a moment here to soften the back of the head, the back of the neck down to the floor. And begin to, from your feet, draw up your legs a little bit more power so that you start to engage your muscles eccentrically toward your, the bones of your legs so that you become a little steadier. And then keeping that steadiness in your legs, can you now, from the pelvis, extend down into the earth even more so you create more space? Good. Keep that. Inhale. Please reach your chest forward. Lengthen your spine. Exhale. Bow. Let's do it a couple of times like that. Inhale. Reach and lengthen your chest forward. Exhale and fold. Good. Staying open to receive. Let's do one more. Inhale. Reach your chest and lengthen. And exhale. Please fold. Good. Please bring your hands, everybody, to your hips. Lift your shoulders back. Root down through the feet and rise up from the back of your heart. So the back of the heart sustains the front. Beautiful. Bring your hands straight to your heart center. And begin to breathe. Think about the help of expanding the lungs from the inside out as an offering so that you start to soften all that whole front rib cage. Don't think you have to push it out. But breathe in a way that makes you more buoyant and more full, more spacious. Let your gaze stay sweet and quiet, but you're ready. Inhale, open up, stretch. Exhale, fold and bow. Please touch the earth. Please extend your chest forward and lengthen. Still buoyant from the inside out, and exhale, fold back in. Good. Root down through the feet, everybody. Circle the arms up, lift up, touch the sky, open up. And bring your hands straight to your heart. Good. Let's continue just like that. Inhale, open up. Exhale, fully bow and touch the earth. Please reach your chest straight forward. And exhale, fold. Following your own breath, root down to rise. Open up and lift up. And bring your hands straight to your heart. Good. Let's do one more. Inhale, open up. Exhale, fold and bow. Please reach your chest forward with your breath. And exhale, step back, plank position, please. Top of a push-up. Top of a push-up. Please feel free, guys, at any time, especially those of you who are working with some shoulder, elbow, stuff like that. I would suggest to you to bring your, el- your knees down to the floor because that's just going to facilitate your ability to move into the proper alignment in the upper body. So claw the finger pads a little bit more and feel the back of your waistline up away from the ground. As you exhale, bend your elbows, come down onto your bellies, keeping your shoulders away from the floor. Great. Beautiful. Point those toes, click the toenails down, and now start to lift your chest up away from the ground. Keep the shoulders away from the floor and actually moving more towards the back plane of the body, to the back. One more breath. Slowly come all the way down, and downward-facing dog, please. Press back. Think about in terms of, obviously, the stakes are much higher for the doctor being in a very specific place where life and death really moves 
you know, at a, at, literally at its edges. But the thought of Dr. Isabel saying that she realizes that if she forgets that she's standing on holy ground in the OR and fail to approach the patients with reverence, she risks their lives. Part of it is that you do that in this practice. You always approach it with reverence, right foot forward to the top of your mat, so that you don't overdo it. You don't push too much. You don't overstep the boundaries, but at the same time, you have to be 100% committed to feel and to honor humbly. Come to the top of your right thigh, please. Never thinking that it's too much, that you're not enough. Power your legs isometrically towards the midline so your back leg becomes a powerful expression of that choice. But the front thigh then softly, humbly descends to the ground. Power in the back, softness to the front. Scoop the tailbone, now take your arms straight up towards the sky. Another thing too is, if you take your arms up and your breath gets shallow, you are diminishing life. Step it back a little bit. Lift up as necessary. Exhale, please place your hands down to the floor and step it back, downward facing dog. Step your left foot forward. I like that word, reverence. Especially reverence over life, reverence over power. Scissor your legs isometrically in towards the midline. Come to the top of your left thigh. Pausing here, become more vibrant in the upper body so that literally you allow your breath to give you the strength to hold the pose. Press the top of the right thigh up towards the sky a little bit more and continue to curl more through the upper spine. It becomes buoyant. And then take your arms straight up. So then it comes from a place of, oh, lightness. Every inhale creates cohesion, life force. Every exhalation, you reach it out a little bit more. One more breath. Exhale, please place your hands down to the floor and step back to plank position, top of a push-up. Once again, please be mindful of your upper body alignment, the way that you place your hands and your willingness to soften the heart. Slowly, from the middle of the back, come down onto your bellies. Great. Point the toes and rise into your back bend very gently. There's no rush. Let the middle of the back soften more forward and your shoulders move back. There you go. Downward facing dog, please press back. Now, one of the beautiful things about this practice is that we repeat a lot. We do a lot of the same things over and over again. As much as I, at times they may possibly get a little boring, in quotes, sometimes it's an opportunity to deepen, to really find something more in the everyday to make it sacred. Please jump or step forward to the top of your mat. With your inhalation, stretch your chest forward. With your exhalation, please fold. Root it down to rise it up. Circle the arms up and lift up. Good. Bring your hands straight to your heart. Continuing like that. Inhale, open up. Exhale, bow and fold. Touch the earth. Inhale, reach your chest forward. No worries. And exhale, step back to plank pose. <laughs> 
staying here, arms strong, heart soft, slowly come down, Chaturanga <laughs> In the level one class. <laughs> Inhale, cobra and upward facing dog. I don't know what I was doing, I was doing child's pose. And then downward facing dog. <laughs> Breathe and stretch. Just keep pressing back and lengthening. Is it this shoulder? At the end of your next exhale, please jump or step once again forward. Inhale and lengthen. And bow. Rise from the back of the heart once again. Lift up, touch the sky. Open up. Beautiful. Bring your hands straight to your heart center. And let's continue just like that. Inner body stays lifted. Right. Inhale. Circle the arms up. Exhale. Fold and bow. Touch the earth. Beautiful. With your inhale, last time, reach your chest forward. And exhale. Fold back in. Step back, plank position once again, top of a push-up. The arms strong, heart soft, chaturanga. Claw the finger pads, unwavering with those arms. Good. Point the toes and rise into your back bend. Melt the middle of the back forward a little more, everybody. Shoulders move away from the ground and even towards the back plane of the body. Downward facing dog, press back. (laughs) That's an open heart, my dear. (laughs) Good. Great job, all. Please step your right foot forward to the top of your mat. And then scissor your legs in towards the middle. So one thing that I'd like to offer to you guys is that in every pose there are two different forces coming in. One of them is the force that is very stabilizing, very strong, and the other one is very light and open. So let's try it like this. Press your feet down and squeeze your legs asymmetrically towards the midline. So notice how when you try to drag your feet towards each other, that tones the body more. It becomes more solid. But as much as you're squeezing into the middle, now what I want you to do is from your tailbone, push your legs away from the midline. Extend back out. So it's as if you're pressing your left heel back more and your right knee forward more. There. So that's the expansion. That is actually the extension. Take your right hand to your right hip, everybody. So the legs stay exactly as they are here. They're still pulsating. Roll the right shoulder back. Turn the left kidney up towards the sky a little more, which means that your belly button is now moving more towards the middle of the purple wall, right there on your right. And now take the sides of the neck back. Possibly take your right arm up towards the sky. Possibly. Following that breath. One more breath. And exhale. Please bring your hands down. And step back to downward facing dog. Good. Step your left foot forward. Allow the back leg to become powerful as it presses up towards the sky a little bit more. From the top of the right thigh up to the sky a little bit more. 
Walk your right hand off to the right a little bit. And now take your left hand to your left hip. Everybody, do your best to press the top of the right thigh higher up away from the ground and even spread the fourth and fifth toes. And now turn your belly up and your left arm up. There you go. So what's so fantastic is that you can always move by stabilizing the periphery. So pretend like somebody's hand is right at your left hand and you're pushing into them. And then very ex with every exhalation, that's it, you start to open up through your chest, even the right shoulder a little more, the right shoulder back more, even this way. Yeah. One more breath. Exhale. Place your hands down to the floor, please, and step back. Plank pose. Remember, you can always bring your knees down to the floor. Slowly come down, Chaturanga Dandasana. Good. Breathe into your chest, shoulders up and back. Middle of the back, soft. Heart soft. And downward facing dog, everybody. Great. Breathe, lengthen, and stretch back. Ha. Ah. Extend back through your sit bones. Beautiful. Come down to your hands and knees and let's all move to child's pose for just a couple of breaths. job. Come on up, everybody. And let's, um, let's all get your mats and move to a wall, please. Just your mats. You just need a mat. So we're going to walk up the wall today. How many of you guys have never done elbows at the wall before? Going upside down, walking up the wall before. Okay. I'm going to show for me today. Because you're wearing green. You're the mighty green man today. So uh, come to your hands and knees, face towards the middle of the room. So I want you to, uh, part of it is the fact that whenever we get into any difficult poses, anything that's going to take you out of your range, like your, you know, you're feeling a little freaked, oh, oh my God, craziness, is we, we kind of lose that, it's like that thing where she was talking about going to the OR and just seeing like the bad stuff, you know, like, is God really alive, all this bad things going on, you know? So take a moment, pause, and open up to your breath. That's the first step, even if that's like the only thing you do today. But after you do that, then we take the choices that are necessary, the strong choices. So the hands... Steady and strong. They're meaningful. And then as he participates fully, he lets his heart soften. So he gets very, very sweet. Can you show me the opposite? Can you pull out of your heart? Yeah. So that's like, you know, he's a scared cat and he's just going to do it, but he's scared. But keeping the strength, he melts the upper back, so he stays soft. And then keeping that, he moves to downward facing dock. So nothing changes. The arms are still intelligent, participating, and the upper back stays soft. And then he pauses again. He lets in breath a little bit, right? 
And then he starts to walk up the wall about halfway up. Here you go. But nothing changed. The arms are strong and the heart soft. Good. Take your chest to the wall a little bit more. Good. And now push your legs straighter up to the sky. There you go. Nice job. Fantastic. So he keeps that. He's still breathing. I know. I can hear him. <laughs> and then slowly he starts to come down. Nothing changes with the hands. The heart stays really soft. Thank you, sweetheart. And he keeps the head low and then comes all the way down. Yeah? So the arms are strong and the heart is soft. And you breathe. Any questions? Let's all try it together. Let's uh, come onto the hands and knees facing towards the middle of the room. So just like we started all together here, just keep the steadiness in those arms. Make sure that the arms are strong and steady. They're underneath your shoulders. Let the heart soften, everybody. So just let that middle of the back press down. Tuck your toes under, and then stretch your booty up towards the sky. So you're just going to do a downward-facing dog today. Just like that. Come back to your breath. Pause. There's no rush. Keep reaching up through your sit bones, and then possibly start to walk up halfway. Halfway up the wall. You've got to really charge those arms as strongly as you can. Now, one thing that you've got to remember is that you have to stick your booty as high up as you can towards the sky. Walk a little bit higher up. Yes, yes, yes. Keep reaching up. One more breath. You guys are awesome. And slowly, take your time. When you come down, keep your arms straight, and let's all move into a child's pose together. So you just get a chance to chill just for a moment, just for a breath or a few breaths. Just remembering. Pausing. Mm -hmm. Good. All right, let's come on up. So any questions or problems? We're going to do it one more time. Questions or problems? All right. So I'm going to talk you. <laughs> I'm going to talk you through the second time. You do not have to do the variations. I'm going to help you move one leg up and away from the wall a little bit at a time. If you want to do that, you're more than welcome to. Remember, this is about reverence and tuning into your breath, keeping that sense of of really sacredness at every moment. So come onto your hands and your knees, please. Shoulders directly over those wrists. Let the middle of the back soften so you stay with the reverence. Tuck your toes under. Inhale. Downward facing dog, please. Keep the connection to your breath and allow yourself to be sensitive. Go ahead and start to walk halfway up. Keep your arms strong and your heart soft. Push. Now from the heart down into the earth, up your back and back through the backs of your thighs. Fantastic. Now, possibly for some of you, take a leg away from the wall. Just reach it up to the sky. You don't have to go to the middle of the room. Go ahead and bring the leg wide back to the wall again. Good. Take your left leg up. Reach it up towards the sky. Push as high up as you can like you're stepping on the ceiling. And then carefully bring that foot all the way back. Good. Take your time and slowly come all the way down. Keep your arms forward as you move back into child's pose. And maybe know whether or not you were breathing before. <laughs> and if you weren't, this is a really good time to start to breathe. Again. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Come on up, all. Come on up. And let's go back to the middle of the room. Grab your mats with you. Take a little ride back. And once you come back, uh, let's take a wide stance. And we are going to face towards the purple wall, please. Good. Beautiful. Take your arms out to the sides, please. Good. Now imagine, with your arms out, that you've got a beautiful bracelet that, like, goes all the way down. And as you take your arms out, see if that little bracelet goes all the way down toward your ankles. Now, if it doesn't, that means that your ankles have to get a little wider apart, so your stance gets to be a little bit wider. Good. Beautiful. Spread those fingers. Now, from the feet, I want you to squeeze your legs in. Just, this is star pose. From your arms, draw into your chest. So you're full and long. Think about your, even your inner thighs are drawing up and lifting. Crown of the head up, tips of the ears press back. Jaw soft and eyes are soft. Good. Keep the strength of those legs. Take your hands to your hips. Turn your right foot out. Turn your left foot in, please. Right foot out, left foot in. Good. Squeeze your legs in. Your torso, everybody, is facing towards the Buddha. Good. You're going to bend your right leg 90 degrees. You're going to bring your right forearm to the top of your right thigh and your left hand to your left hip. That's it. Miss Julie, step your left foot slightly farther back out. Good. Scissor your legs in towards the middle a little bit more. Lift your toes up. Good. That's it. Nice stance. Marjorie, good job. Good. Now very carefully from your belly, start to turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up towards the sky, and your left arm now goes over your ear towards the back of the room. Good. Good job with your toes. Tune into your breath. Spread the top fingertips. And then what's so fantastic is you turn the palm of your hand so that the pinky side of the hand faces more towards the floor. Then draw the inner right armpit back then the bottom tip of the shoulder blade back, and then turn your belly up a little more. There you go. One more breath. Inhale. Bring it all the way back up. Hands to your hips. Great job. Turn your right foot in, left foot out, please. Full and tall. Arms out to the sides with the breath. Draw into the middle. Full stretch up. As you exhale, bend your left leg, forearm to the top of the thigh, opposite hand to your hip. Now, the reason we pause is to remember the reverence. It's actually to create the sacred. It's not about rushing, but really get strong in your foundation. Power those legs up as you squeeze in towards the middle. And now start to turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up towards the sky. A little bit of a wider stance, ladies, back here. A little bit of a wider stance. Turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up. Right arm over your ear, please, towards the front of the room this time. Good. Beautiful job. Left shoulder back. Top arm. Even that shoulder moves back. Stretch your arm absolutely straight. Keep pushing it straight. Here's my hand. Push it straight. Elbow. Oh, there we go. That's it. There you go. One more breath. (laughs) Inhale. Bring it all the way back up. Oh, my goodness. Bring your hands to your hips. Oh. Stretch your legs straight, both toes facing forward. Both toes. <laughs> Lift up. 
and bow forward, please release. Touch the ground, please, with your hands. Back of the head soft. Great. Sides of the neck. Remember your breath here. Good. Jaw and face. Sweet and quiet. Keep the muscles right above the thighs a little bit more engaged. So quad muscles hug towards the middle more. Please bring your hands to your hips. Lift your shoulders back away from the ground. Root down and then rise. Root down and rise. That's it. Turn your right foot in again, left foot out. Good. Go ahead and bend your leg, and once again, we're doing the same pose. So this is Parsvakonasana. We're going to take it a little bit deeper. Again, form to the top of your thigh. Judy, Judith, make other side. No worries, man. <laughs> You've had three months off. I forgive you. And then from there, <laughs> power your legs up. Make sure your back leg is really, really strong. And then keeping the top of the left thigh, guys, actually moving away from the ground a little bit and moving straight back. Now scoop the tailbone down on the right. Good. And turn up to the sky. There you go. Left arm over your ear, everybody, towards the back of the room. That's it. So even in your extension, you never lose sight of the power. You keep pressing the top of the right thigh back as much as you can. And then you start to open up through your chest. Everybody, press your right knee towards the pinky side of the toe a little bit more for one more breath. Inhale. Bring it back up. Nice job, guys. Release the hands, please. Turn your right foot in, left foot out. Squeeze it in powerfully. Exhale, bend your left leg, please. Form to the top of the thigh, opposite hand to your hip. Good. Now I want you to look through the front part of your body. And like, as you look forward, even just the act of looking toward your belly helps you feel the back of your waistline. That's like a, think about in terms of humbly looking within, kind of like with reverence. And as you do that, Press the top of the right thigh back even more towards the back wall. Keep that, that much power. And now scoop the left tailbone down and start to turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up. Right arm over your ear towards the front of the room this time. That's it. Gorgeous. Nice, beautiful stance. Press the left knee towards the left a little bit more. Now turn it up. Inhale. Come all the way back up. There you go. Hands to your hips, please. Once again, your toes facing towards the front. Lift up through your chest. Roll those shoulders back. Fold forward, please, and touch the earth. Take a moment to come back to your foundation by looking at your feet. They're kind of close to you there. You can gaze at them. And make sure that they're parallel. Sometimes they get a chance to, to get even... A little tweaky, even just moving here. So as you press strongly through your feet now, notice how your pelvis is pretty even here. All of you guys have your pelvis pretty even. So what I want you guys to do is to now walk your hands towards your right ankle. And as you walk your hands towards your right ankle, 
keep the left thigh bone pressing back. The left thigh bone wants to come with you, and it actually wants to come forward and to the left. So lift your toes up, squeeze your legs in, and then widen the left inner thigh to the left. Widen over towards the, towards the stage, towards the stage. Once you do that, now draw yourself deeper into the standing leg, into your right thigh. Good. Please walk yourselves back. And the second side. Walking over towards the left. Remember the center. Remember your midline. And allow that right hip to stay back because part of it is that we always want to remember where we're coming from. We always want to remember when our edges are frayed. Simply so that we can feel with the goodness. So press the right thigh back. That's it. With your in-breath, Please come back to middle. Everybody, bring your hands to your hips. Lift back your shoulders and root down to the earth to come back to standing. Heel toe your feet back to center, please. And let's come to the top of your mat, facing forward. And we're going to start to do tree pose here. So facing towards a stage at the front. Stand on your left foot, everybody. Bend your right leg and place it to your upper inner right thigh. You can place it uh, above the knee or below the knee if it doesn't go all the way up to your inner thigh muscle. You can even keep your toes on the ground if you choose to and press the inner, the heel to your inner left ankle. Place your hands to your heart once you've started to find a little more of your balance. And as that balance reveals itself to you, you can start to take your arms up and over the head. Grow your breath. Everybody soften your rib cage a little bit. Feel the back of your waistline as you stretch up. Release your arms out to the sides and place the foot down to the floor. And let's go ahead and switch. Standing on the right foot, bend your left leg. Take your time to grow your own pose. And gradually begin to take your arms up and over the head as you cultivate the balance first. Press the right thigh bone back a little bit. And lift out of the spine. Think about lift out of the pelvis. Reach up. Carefully, arms out to the sides. Place the foot down to the floor. Fantastic job. Widen, please, your stance as wide as your mat. Keep your feet hip-width apart and parallel. Interlace the hands behind your back, everybody. Rise up through the upper spine and then bow forward. Bowing forward here. 
letting your shoulders move back, letting your hands be really solid, but let the middle of the back become more sweet in nature. Let the back of your neck soften too. Just a couple more breaths. Great job, guys. Release the hands and touch the earth. Good. Back of the head soft. (sighs) Step your left foot way back behind you. Keep your right foot exactly where it is. So the right foot's going to be a little more off to the right side of your mat. And I want you to now bring your torso to the inside of your leg, please. I'm going to give you two different options because some of you guys are graduating from this pose. So I would say the majority of you guys, you can bring your elbows down to the ground and keep your back knee lifted, or you can choose to bring it down to the floor. Those of you who want to take it a little deeper or actually want to work a little bit more strongly in this pose, you're more than welcome to actually not come down onto your forearms, but bend your elbows as if you are doing um, Chaturanga Dandasana with your upper body. Now point to your fingertips so that you still stay very engaged in the upper body, but you're coming down to the floor. So this becomes a little bit more um, also of an upper body kind of work. Lift this part up and walk your hands forward a little more, Robert. There you go. That's it. Keep lifting this part up more. That's it. And as this thigh lifts up, then bend deeper here. That's it. Ah! Good. (laughs) Nice. There you go. Good job, Linda. Carefully peel yourselves off the ground all and step back downward facing dog. Left foot forward. Same thing, so walk it to the left. And come to the inside of the leg. It's a deep lunge, so choose whether or not you'd like to work a little bit stronger in that upper body by taking that kind of a chaturanga kind of deal going on with the arms. Good. You've got to walk your right foot a little farther back, Marcus. Marcus. This puppy where my finger is to lift it away from the ground. Stick your butt up in the air. There you go. And keep rotating that even. Yeah, keep lifting it up a little more. There you go. Now you gotta scoop the tailbone down, but sink on this side. Yeah, that's it. Nice. Beautiful. Please come on up. Downward facing. Good job, guys. Phew. Stretch it back and lengthen. Extend even your sit bones up to the sky a little bit more. See if you can find a little more spaciousness up there. Good job. Please uh, step your right foot forward and let's move into pigeon. So with pigeon here, guys, I want you to, to notice what's going on with the back foot first. So that the back leg is intersecting the middle of your mat, the back leg. And then you can start to walk your right foot over towards the left side. Come to the outside of your shin. And walk your hands up so they line up a little bit more with your hips. The pelvis moves more forward towards the front. 
so that if you had two little headlights right at the top of the pelvis, they would look straight ahead towards the front. There you go. Scissor your legs isometrically towards each other and really make the back leg really strong. Squeeze your leg in. That's it. Good man. Squeeze my leg. That's it. Come down onto your forearms. Mm -hmm. Michael, you can scoot your right knee slightly off to the right just to just a teensy. Yeah, there you go. Nice job, guys. The back leg, as it presses down and forward, you can then widen it even here over towards the left. Become so spacious and gorgeous and full. scooting your right knee slightly over to the right, just a tiny little bit more. There you go. That's it. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Flex your foot. Yeah, press down. Yeah. Tucked exactly how you have it right now. You're doing good. Go down onto your forearms, and I'm going to give you a nice little adjustment back here. side of your, of your ankle there. I want you to squeeze into my leg. Push. That way. Yeah. Push. Take your time, guys, as you start to come on up. Take your time. Use your breath. Let that inspire you to move back to downward facing. Space, length, opening. Good. Let's go ahead and switch sides, please. Good. So the hips are squared. Just check a moment. Check yourself out. Scissor your legs in so that you can find that much more power. From the feet, you always draw into the focal point here. You draw into that cusp of energy. And then at the same time now, guys, from the focal point, from the pelvis, you've got to extend it out. So that's the second part. There you go. Keep that. Please come down onto your forearms. Even more. There we go.
will find the same thing. You feel that? I want you to push into me. That's it. Keep your knee down. These are the muscles we're trying to work here. So it's like that kind of power. That's it. There. Do not let that go. But this time, yeah. There you go. That's it. Good man. Keep squeezing that bottom leg. Don't let that go. The whole time it works that much. Come on up, everybody. Downward facing doggy. Shift your weight forward, lay on your bellies, everybody. Good, now I want you guys to prop yourself up onto your forearms so that your forearms are on the ground, your elbows are right underneath your shoulders. Your torso is lifted. Point the toes and make sure all ten toenails are clicking down and your thigh bones are parallel. Yep, great. All right, so from here, before we do anything, you guys are on your forearms here. You're going to take an arm out, and I want you to turn just the palm of your hand up. You're just going to scoot it up to the right and turn the palm of your hand up. There you go. Good. Now, when the palm is up, I want you to engage as best as you can your nice, beautiful bicep here. With your breath, I want you to float the shoulder slightly up towards the ear and then take it back. There you go. So you're going to keep that shoulder moving back. Bend your right leg and see if you can hold your foot. Keep that same, so not moving it down to the floor. Try to keep it up so that the shoulder stays back. Yeah, the whole time. Oh, there you go. So the shoulder stays always back. That's going to keep that shoulder blade down the back a little more. Fantastic. Now press the top of the right kneecap, everybody, down towards the floor. Do your best, everybody, to hold the inside of your foot, the inside of your foot. And then start to bring that foot as close as you can to your outer right hip, as best as your body can. Do not think you're going to have to work any harder. Good. Lift your chest up a little more. We've got to get this guy here so that it'll help you better support your elbow where your hand is. Even farther forward. Even farther forward. There you go. <laughs> That's it. One more breath, everybody. And slowly from here, go ahead and release that leg. Yeah, 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 yeah. And let's do the second side. So right forearm to the ground. Make sure your thighs are once again parallel. Bend your left leg. Hold your foot. Hold the inside of the foot. And once you have that shoulder back, good. Then you can start to bend that elbow and bring that foot a little closer to your outer left hip. Now, part of it is that you really have to use the muscles of your left arm. Not, not only by pressing that foot into you, but also by lifting. Letting a lot your side body become longer and your left shoulder moving back. So the bottom tip of your shoulder blade is that thing that brought, brings in towards the middle. Good. Good. And this guy, you're doing great. <laughs> That's it. Awesome. One more breath. 
and slowly release everybody. Downward facing dog, press it back. Whew. Good. Breathe and stretch. Step your left foot forward and your back knee to the ground. So if any of you guys need to pad your knee, please feel free to do that by either rolling your mat up or maybe placing a blanket right underneath that knee. Come to the top of your left thigh. Spread those toes. Good. Squeeze your legs isometrically towards each other and tuck your back toes under because it's a little bit easier to bring the foot off the ground, which is what you guys are going to do in a little bit. And it also helps you train a little bit. So press the back knee down and try to drag it forward. Like you literally try to bring it to the front. Good. Keep that. And now even here, breathe up into your chest and roll both of your shoulders back. So the upper body stays that engaged. Now go ahead and bend your back leg. Hold your foot with your right hand. Right hand, right foot. Thigh stretch. You're holding the foot in the same place that you did before, so you might have to walk your hand to the inside of your leg. Another little clue is to walk your left foot slightly off to the left if you have a hard time finding your balance here. Good. That's it, Mark. Good job. Start to bend the right elbow. So if you lean forward, everybody, if you lean your chest forward, that's going to get help you get the thigh back, right? So everybody lean slightly forward. And then press the right thigh bone up to the sky a little more. Good. Now you're going to keep the thigh bone doing that. Now what you're going to do is you're going to scoop your tailbone down and you're going to start to lift your belly up away from your thigh and lean back. Good. Bend one inch deeper into your front thigh. Sides of the neck back, tips of the ears back. Good. And slowly release, please. Good job, guys. Let's switch. Awesome. Top of the right thigh. And just power your legs in. Start to breathe up into the upper spine so you get a little more spacious up there. Now bend your back leg, hold your foot with your hand. Take your time, guys. So always remember that sense of reverence. You always come back to your breath. You come back to what has meaning to you, no matter how uncomfortable or how unrooted we may get. You always come back to that. Start to bend your left elbow, please, and bring it a little bit closer to your outer left hip. Just a little bit at a time. Keep lifting up through your chest as best as you can. Chest up, heart up. Fantastic. Now everybody, scoop your tailbone down, draw the belly in, and begin to rise out of your spine, a little, out of your hips a little bit more. One more breath. Nice. And slowly release. Downward facing dog. Good job. Beautiful. Press back and stretch back. Let's go ahead and walk all the way forward, please, and lay on your backs. Once you're on your back, bend your legs, soles of the feet on the floor. 
And let's all start doing bridge pose here, bridge pose. So bend your arms at the elbows, fingertips facing up to the sky here. Good. And now roll your shoulders back in the same way that you just did when you were doing that thigh stretch. You guys did so well at taking the shoulders back. Breathe up into the upper sternum a little bit more so that the heart rises a little. Good. Now press your feet down and lift your hips up. Miss Marjorie, you can walk your feet a little closer towards your bum. Michael, walk your feet a little closer towards your bum. There you go. That's it. Make sure that your feet are hip-width apart too, guys. You don't, some of you guys have your feet a little too narrow. That's it. Shoulders back hard up. Press the back of the head towards the ground. Good. And then begin to breathe so fully into your upper spine, into your sternum area, that it seems like your heart is starting to lift up to meet your chin. But then your chin is actually very gently moving away from it. Just very gently. It's kind of like over the chin, the whole heart thing. <laughs> One more breath. Gorgeous. And then slowly come on down and rest here for a moment. And you can let go of your hands so that you can just, just come back to your breath. I'm going to keep teaching bridge, guys. We're going to do two more backbends. But if there's any of you that would like to work with Urdhva Dhanurasana, which is upward-facing bow, and you have done that pose before, and you really like it, you're more than welcome to do that. You don't have to because I'm not teaching that in this class. I'm just letting you, if you'd like to, go ahead and do that you don't know what I'm talking about, then don't. <laughs> so <laughs> go ahead and bend your arms at the elbows, everybody. Fingers, tips facing up to the sky. Feet down to the floor. Start to breathe up into your upper spine and roll your shoulders back. Good. Now press your feet down, lift your hips up. That's it. Now I want everybody to press the elbows down to the ground more. Press down into the earth. And as you press the elbows down, let the upper back get a little bit more full. Walk your feet a little closer towards your butt, just a little more. That's it. Press the back of the head down to the ground. Fantastic, guys. Good. Breathe here. Full breaths. Now, those of you guys who are doing bridge, try to keep your gaze facing up to the sky. If you want to see what's going on around you, I suggest only moving your eyes, not your neck. And slowly, please come all the way back down. This is probably one of the only poses where I would rather you not look around with your neck here because it's a very precarious position for the neck to be in. So if you do, if you could look with your, uh, just with your eyes <laughs> or maybe just with your ears, that would be cool. We're just going to do one more, and this time we're going to do Ekapada Setubanda Sarvangasana, which is Eka is one, Pada is foot. So one footed bridge pose. One legged. One legged. So soles of the feet on the floor, please. Shoulders back. Press the feet down, inhale, and lift your hips up. Good. 
So once the hips are up here, you've got to really curl through the upper spine, everybody. This is a really strong pose for the upper body. You've got to really work those arms. Good. Now everybody, go ahead and bend your right knee into your chest, please. Right knee in. Spread the right toes. Press the left heel to the floor as you push the right leg 100% straight up to the sky. Keep curling up through the upper spine a little bit more. Lift up. Good. Bend your knee, please, and bring it all the way back down to the ground. Good. Let's do second side. Left leg bends into your chest. Good. And then slowly press your right foot down to the ground to lift the opposite leg up. Bring your heel to the floor. Good. Push it down to the ground and then lift up. Oh, my God. And slowly, please, come all the way back down, bending the leg. Oh. Feet down to the floor and just go ahead and rest. very quiet and unwavering, just very sweet. Please go ahead and roll to your right side. And come up to a uh, seated position, please. Good. Cross your right leg. And then you're going to cross your left leg over it. This is Ardha Matsyandrasana. Lord of the fishes. <laughs> sure. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So from there, from your feet, squeeze your legs in and lift up through your chest. Good. Settle through both of your sit bones because part of it is that you get a chance to feel now what's going on with the pelvis. Sometimes we get very tight and we start to lean towards one side. So I really like to cultivate that rooting through the opposite side. If your hips are really, really tight, you're more than welcome to sit up on something so that you get a little higher up and that just sometimes eases it a little bit. Taking the right hand in front, left hand behind you, please. Rise up out of the pelvis, lift up through your chest with your breath. Think about every exhalation, just turning your belly button, turning your belly button towards the door you came in from. Some of you, if you'd like to, you can hook your elbow to the outside of the knee. It's not necessary to get a deep twist that way. Good. With your next inhale, and do try to use your breath here. This is where you start to become reverent to the way that your body works. With your in-breath, fill the back of your waistline. Imagine the bottom of your kidneys and even the bottom part of your rib cage getting really full. And it's like a very reverent, humble bowing forward. And then as you exhale, keeping that connection, then you can start to twist from the right kidney even more so that the upper body opens up more, the shoulders move back, and the crown of the head rises. That's it. Beautiful. One more breath. With your inhalation, please come back to center. Beautiful. Switch legs, please. Sit bones rooting down to the floor. Thigh bones moving back. 
Lengthen up through your spine and exhale from the left kidney toward head and twist over towards the Buddha. Yeah. Hook that elbow to the outside of that knee. Scissor in towards the middle a little bit more. So how do you scissor your legs in here? Imagine as if you're pulling on stockings in this really strange position. So you're drawing from your feet all the way up, your legs into your pelvis. You stabilize, keeping that. Then you can start to twist more from the left kidney over towards the right. Do your best to move from your core and your breath as opposed to your face. If your eyes are looking over, it doesn't mean you're twisting more. One more breath as you rise up. Beautiful. Inhale. Please come back to center. Just come back to the middle. Great job. Cross your legs in a nice, easy cross-legged position. Sukhasana. Just a regular, easy cross-legged position. Try to have your shin bones a little bit more crossing each other. So, if you generally like sit like this when you're cross-legged at home on the ground or whatever, see if you can bring them a little bit closer so that the shins are a little more onto each other and the, paw, and the fingers, the, I mean, sorry, the outer feet pressing down to the floor. Reach back. Lift up through your chest. Good. Now, keeping even here the power of those feet, it's a little uncomfortable. It feels a little weird. Go ahead and start to walk your hands forward, and you're going to do a really easy forward fold. So you can bring your forearms down to the floor, or maybe you can stay upright. Maybe this is enough for you. There's a, there, this is a little bit of a hip stretch also. So please don't go beyond what's necessary, especially towards the end of class. Just let yourself get sensitive. From the pelvis, extend the heart forward. But even through that extension, you don't lose the connection. So the pelvis stays rooted. Please, with your in-breath, come on up, and let's switch sides. So that means cross your legs in the opposite direction. You're like, what side? This is the only side I have. <laughs> Press both of the groins down, lift up through your chest, and bow forward, please. Start to come down towards the front. your inhale, please come all the way back up. And would you be so kind as to lay on your backs? And just release into the earth, into the ground. Just for a couple of moments here, we're going to, just going to do a little bit of breathing, nothing too fancy. And um, how about 
You can either lay on your backs exactly as you are, or you can actually bend your knees and have the soles of the feet on the floor. So we're not exactly at Shavasana yet. Even though um, you are laying on your back and the tendency is to kind of disconnect right away because it's so nice to be on the floor, let's, um, <laughs> let's just allow our attention to stay just a little more aware here just before we completely let go. And I do want you to start to pay attention a little more to your breath. Still allowing the breath to move in and out of your nose. And notice, especially in your back, the back, literally the back of your back there. Can you feel the breath all through your spine? Just travel along your back, shoulder blades, bottom tips of your rib cage, back of your waistline, all the way to your pelvis. And see if there's certain areas that for you when you're breathing are so clear and they feel so good. And maybe there's certain areas that might be a little bit more like, oh wow, I don't, I, I don't think there's any breath there. I mean, just, just see it for what it is for you today. Can you notice if you're breathing more down into the floor, your back, your front, your right, or your left side? Is there one movement of breath that's more prevalent for you? Now, through this observation, can you notice also, where is your breath living mostly? Is it fairly low, more toward your pelvis and like your lower belly? Is it more in the front part of your stomach and you kind of feel that expand in and out? Is it more to your upper spine or maybe more into the front part of your chest? How about the back of the chest? What about if it's in the diaphragm, right in between the heart and your belly? And through this inquiry, has the breath gotten fuller for you? Simply by paying attention to it, has it grown? The last question that I'm going to ask you before we finish is about your inhale and your exhale. And can you notice for yourself if you are able to receive easier than you can give? Or are you able to give easier than you can receive? Inhaling, receiving. Exhaling, giving.
And as we do start to very gently move into Shavasana, your final relaxation pose, so you can actually begin to extend your legs out, can you, even in the process of transition, begin to cultivate more of a balance between the inhale and the exhale for yourself? Not that you have to be really, really focused at having it be equal and that's what you need to do, but simply consider having the alignment of your breath, be it it's optimal for yourself. Even roll the upper arm bones out. Roll the shoulders back. And completely release into the earth.
Just begin to deepen your breath. Allow your breath to sustain you. And from the preciousness of that breath, begin to move your body so that it wakes, so that it opens, widens. Keeping the space inside, the openness, Bend a knee to your chest and sweetly roll to your right side. Use your breath to come up to a comfortable seat. Pause with reverence. Inviting yourself to breathe. And bring your hands to your heart, please. May we always cherish the little things. May we always hold the breath as reverent, as life-affirming and life-giving. And may we choose to step deeper into that recognition. Take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, to each other we bow. Thank you all so much. Namaste.